alrighty then. We are off and running. It is Monday, July 1st. This is Catch-22 Podcast. Welcome to the 22 players. How are we doing? Alright, nice, nice early morning walk for the neighbors. And uh, I am, we are off to work. You're coming with me, whether you like it or not. Uh, let's see, there's a lot on my plate today. It's funny, I started out, you know, my biggest fear is doing like an all-sports show. And you now there's some shows that are more sports than the other. But uh, the last thing I want to do is become, uh, just sit there and like, analyze moves and plays and shit like that. I want to talk sports, but I don't want to be these guys. These guys, it's the, it's the same old shtick. I mean, you put on WFAN, it's more or less the same thing from 6 a.m. I mean, a 6 to 10, the morning guys, whatever, they're a little different, but they're not much different than the rest. I think a little goofier, but everything is the same. They, they should have done this, these guys should have done that, why didn't they sign this, I hate this guy, fuck this guy, you know, whatever. Who, I don't want to be that. That is not what the 22 is about. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of sports happening this weekend. The NBA free agency, and Yankees in London. Um, I don't know, even like the Women's World Cup. Um, so I mean, it's, you know, there's there's a lot to talk about with sports. So we'll get some of that eventually, I think, if we have enough time. Um, but as I was going through, it's a lot of fucking sports. And as I was going through it all, I'm like, you know what? I got a lot of other shit to talk about. Um, that we'll get to, and then we'll try and get some sports in later. That way it's not, like, overwhelming. It's not all this fucking sports shit that you can get, you know, at any other given time of the day if you just put on ESPN Radio or WFAN. So we're going to start with uh, the show because this show is the show about the show, and uh, it's always been about, I don't know, the progression of 22. Now, it started out back in September as, I don't even think, I think it's maybe the Commuter Podcast. I don't remember what I first called it. I don't even remember. This, 22 is like the third name. I think I'm going to change it again, and I'm going to tell you why. Because why the fuck else would I be talking? See, that kind of shit. You get that kind of shit in WFN, and I'm going to tell you why. Well, of course you are, motherfucker. That's all you can fucking do is tell me. You got a microphone... And you got something recording you, and you have some way that you're sending out your mouth waves to the fucking people, of course you're gonna fucking tell me. So I'm gonna fucking tell you, of course. No fucking shit, dipshit. Um, a little bit of inspiration uh, from w- one of my listeners. <laughs> Still, it's weird to say listeners with plural, because some days better than others. But uh, he told me it was like a one way conversation with a friend. I think it's. I think I'm gonna go with that. I think I'm gonna call. I think we're gonna change the name to One Way Conversation. But the cute part of it, you know, I gotta do some some kind of cleverness with it. It's gonna be a one way sign that says One Way Conversation because we're in a car, you know. And it's kind of just. Uh, and it's pr- it's pretty accurate. It's. A, I mean, it's a million percent accurate. It's a one way conversation. I'm just talking, and you just sit there and listen. And you can shut me off at any time. That's the best part about it is you can fucking shut me off any time. You get me at work or somebody boring at work, some terrible conversation at work, one of the Ken Hoffmans of the world, 
you know, you're going to, you wish you had that off button. Now you have the option. You can shut me off whenever you want. So one-way conversation. I think that's what we're going to go with. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm going to have to call on a graphic designer or something to figure this out. Uh, you got to love this, man. It's always something. I see there's some kind of truck approaching some kind of truck, and he's taking up three-quarters of the road. Okay, oncoming traffic. What's it? He's taking up like two-thirds of my side of the road, not three-quarters of the entire road. Not as bad as I thought. You know, you see an orange truck in the distance, you get a little nervous. It wasn't that bad. All right, so the weekend, uh, let's see. The 22, maybe the future one-way conversation. Uh, the weekend, Friday, nothing crazy. Tried a new pizza place and uh, my cousin just moved, so we all... He's nuts. He invited us all over for pizza and, like, a drink. The day he moved, they got a U-Haul at, like, 7 in the morning. We all showed up there at, like, 7.30 at night. He had just finished moving, like, at 6.45 that day. And we all just, we all went over there. And, like, his fiance, I don't think she really wanted us over there, to be honest with you. And then we're all trying to shuffle out of there at some point. And then my son's like, I have a slice of pizza. And he takes 45 minutes to eat one slice of pizza. So we just sat there for, like, another half hour. All right, have another bite. Keep chewing. You know, eat, eat. And uh, <laughs> that was Friday. Saturday, chill Saturday, pool. Went out for a little bit with the family. Nothing crazy. Just a relaxing day. Sunday, played 18 in Fairfield with a friend of mine. Nice round, whatever. Beautiful day. We only got 17 in because uh, dark clouds over our head on the 18th tee. And just started a fucking downpour. I mean, it was a beautiful morning, and this storm just came and washed out the golf course. That was it. We just we went back in, had a nice drink, and uh, went on our way. On the course, though, on on the back nine, there's a par three, whatever. And this, and the and the ranger. And, like, I've worked on golf courses before, so this guy wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary. The ranger, it's his job to kind of be sure things are moving along smoothly. And uh, usually they sit around, you know, they sit around, the holes where shit backs up. Maybe there's a par three where things back up. Um, usually it's around the turn, so 9, 10, 11. That's usually right around there. Everything kind of, that's where things jams up. And he kind of be sure things are moving. Now, number one, we're playing music as we're going along. And apparently that's the thing now. I didn't realize that people did that all the time. I had no idea that people did that, um, but I guess people have shit like on their car, and uh, you play music. I didn't know that was a new trend on the golf course, but I talked to my brother later. He tells me everybody does it now. So whatever. I didn't mind. They asked us. We were cool with it. I really don't give a shit. So they're playing uh, They're playing like 90s rap music. Whatever. I, it was fine. It was fun. Um, and it was some, some songs I hadn't heard in a fucking million years, so it was great. Uh, but it was, the ranger, like, shows up, we're, we're on the 12th hole, and he's sitting there, and the kid we're playing with, who I didn't know the other two guys, but one of the guys we're playing with is like, you, you trying to get through here? And the guy's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, all right, man. He's like, you know, we didn't ask for a fuck, we, we didn't ask for a fifth. And the ranger goes, all right, why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> he's out of nowhere, he tells him to go fuck himself. So it got a little heated, whatever. 
And the guy's like, I'm just doing my job, man. I got the men's league up my ass, and I got to be sure nobody's, you know, breaking anybody, anybody's balls. I got to be sure these shit things are moving, which is legit. I don't think you had to tell the guy to go fuck himself immediately, but I, don't, I really don't have a problem with that either. You know, sometimes you got to tell somebody to go fuck yourself. You're just doing your job, man. So he's like, and sometimes I like to hang out here because I see a hole in one once in a while. And uh, so I was like, oh, shit, man, this fucking guy. And they're going back and forth. Our guy's not happy. He's with us. He thinks he's busting his balls. He's like, I can tell you don't, you can't play any rap music. And the guy's like, immediately the kid's like, well, that's racist. I'm like, that's, I mean, Jesus. I mean, these fucking millennials. Everything's a fucking thing. I'm like, no, nah, man. He, just, he was just fucking, that's what he does. He's a fucking thousand pounds. He drives around in the cart. He didn't say, he said, well, he said something to us. But we legitimately did something that uh, my partner didn't realize was... Uh, actually, I didn't know. I didn't think it was that big of an issue either. But, you know, we didn't realize it was a problem. And we said, all right, it won't happen again. No, I'm sorry about it. No, and the guy said, don't worry about it. It's okay. Not a big deal, but I got to, you know, do his thing. So, uh, yeah, I just like... <laughs> this awkward silence. And I was like, so... Last hole in one you saw, what the guy hit? <laughs> the guy couldn't wait... Oh, 9-iron. Hit the stick right in. <laughs> I was like, all right, great. Trying to fucking mellow out of the conversation. I couldn't I couldn't fucking believe it was such a heated argument. I did nothing. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. I just came out of here. Fucking hit the, hit the pen a little bit, smoke a cigar, have a beer, and uh, play a few holes. I wasn't looking for some kind of heated confrontation. What the fuck? What the fucking employee? Come on, man. So, whatever. We had a good time. I thought that was hysterical when it happened. That was a hard go fuck yourself from the guy. Another big story from the weekend. I've mentioned before my cousin has gotten into the CBD business. Sells his CBD strain. I don't know. The lingo. I mean, like I said, it looks like actual bud. It's not a smoke. It doesn't taste like bud. It doesn't act like bud. Apparently, it helps with the CBD stuff without the THC high, which, you know, teach his own, I guess. I mean, it, I think it kind of worked one day on my back. I'm not sure exactly, but, it, you know, I had no, no, no issues with it. Um, but he's a hustler. This one thing inside this kid is you can't, he's got a little entrepreneurial spirit in him that I, I can't, I don't know where he got it from. It's nothing that can be taught. It's just this this drive to kind of make shit happen and reach out and talk to people and push your belief in your number one you gotta believe in your product that's number one because I've been a salesman before and I just never gave a shit about what I was selling and I was always reading like well yeah like I was, when I was at the bank and I was like well here's what you say to people but if I don't believe in it like, I, like the script's the script or whatever but I just kind of can't believe I'm like this is not really a great product You're, this is a bunch of bullshit on a piece of paper you tell me to some people so he believes in his product, number one. That's that's evident. And number two, he just he, he reaches out. He, he spots connections. He knows this guy does this. He could bring him on to help him out with this. This guy does this. He brings him on to help him with, you know, accounting or uh, graphic design, whatever it might be. This weekend, he got um, a boxer who fights out of Connecticut. Reach out to him. Um... And want to do business with them, 
this guy, he's fighting. His name's Jimmy Williams. It's official. I mean, it's on Jimmy Williams' Instagram page. It's on um, Natural Effects, which is the name of my cousin's company, Instagram page. He He's fighting on the undercard for the Manny Pacquiao fight later this month in Vegas. And he he's already got Natural Effects gear, like, professional photos taken of him. It happened on, I talked to my cousin on Friday. It's like, I think this is going to happen. On Saturday, they did the photo shoot, man. It's fucking nuts. It's awesome. Jimmy Williams is known a little bit throughout Connecticut. You know, fights. He's fought at, like, I don't know, Fox was Mohegan. He's fought up there. Um, very exciting for my cousin. He is, he's fucking pumped up, rightfully so. And, of course, like, immediately, everybody. He flying us to Vegas. This kid has this guy. He's an undercard. He's not Manny Pacquiao. He's fighting the undercard. And uh, like, are you gonna fight? Are you gonna fly his private out to Vegas? Like a fucking grip, man. Like, all right, take it easy, everybody. Everybody's already looking for the fucking handout. I was like, if you, <laughs> so if I go, I just want to be one of the guys walking out. With them. I want to be like Bieber walking out with Floyd Mayweather, basically, fucking dark sunglasses on. Oh, Bieber didn't have dark sunglasses. You could find old Bieber um, shots of him walking out with Floyd with no sunglasses, and his eyes are. I mean, Bieber, you figure he's been, does huge shows. He's not, he's not scared of the, the uh, big crowds or anything like that. But his eyes are bugging out. And you're like, this guy smoked some weed. He is not used to smoking. And he got fucked up and nobody gave him any. And Floyd maybe just fucked with him. Was like, nah, Biebs, you're not wearing sunglasses. <laughs> nope, you're not. You're going sunglasses. That's admit, honestly, that's where my, my entire respect, I can't stand Floyd Mayweather. My entire respect for Bieber came out of, he's a great boxer, and it was frustrating to watch because you're always rooting against him. But he's great, Floyd. Um, and that's where I got my respect for Biebs. He would just always be at his fights. And I was like, all right, hey, he's, he's one of the best boxers of our generation. He's in his corner every fight. All right, I just have to respect Bieber a little bit. And that's what I want to be for Jimmy Williams. But Jimmy Williams doesn't know me. It's not going to be me. I know that. I just was, you know, joking around. It's like, oh, we you could use a couple big guineas just kind of walking around with them, right? Into the ring. Why not? So check out Jimmy Williams. And I got to get this fight. I mean, there's no way I'm going to Vegas. Of course, you know, everybody's, everybody wants to be on the fucking private jet to Vegas. Stupid. It's not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, big moves to the CBD business. Real proud of my cousin there. So uh, big moves from him. I just, I don't know where he gets it from, man. Just uh, this fucking entrepreneurial spirit he has. Unbelievable. So, let's get into uh, the sports segment. Sports Talk Radio. Ah, oh, see, just banging the mic. Sorry about that. Sports Talk Radio. Do, 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 do. Um, Brooklyn Nets yesterday took NBA by storm. They got... Kyrie Irving, they got DeAndre Jordan, so Kyrie, one of the best point guards in the league, DeAndre Jordan, big man, defense, like a couple blocks a game, dozen rebounds a game, alley-oop after alley-oop, and uh, the biggest fish of them all, Kevin Durant, who was injured, um, terrible injury, but uh, and he's not going to play until next season, we had to... We have to, we're going to go through another summer, another free agency. Okay, this, a year and a half from now, is going to be, he's going to be on the court at minimum, right? So it's a huge signing, and there's pictures of him in a jersey everywhere, but it's not going to matter until, it doesn't matter until he's 
actually suits up and steps onto the Barclays Center court and plays for the Nets. But still very exciting for a day to see one of the best players in the game commit to him, Kyrie. Maybe this is Kyrie's chance to kind of um, get over all those, you know, there's all that all that shit about Kyrie being bad attitude, bad teammate, bad guy in the locker room, all kind of stuff. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is his chance to kind of push past all that shit. And uh, when Durant comes in a year and a half from now, the Nets are a legitimate title contender. Now they've made a little bit of a step up in the East. And good on Golden State. They get D'Angelo Russell, who... I mean, I, f- I fucking love D'Angelo Russell. I'm going to miss D'Angelo Russell. I already saw somebody. I don't know who it was. I'm, just, I'm sure it's a, a basketball guy, but he doesn't know how D'Angelo's going to fit in to Golden State. Steve Curry's going to make it work. Curry's going to make it work. When Clay comes back, he's going to make it work. Okay? What? D'Angelo's another ball handler, and if he can, if he's deferring to, to Steph and to Clay, and he's going to handle the bulk of ball handling duties, it's great. And he adds another him and Clay, him and Clay on. Two best players is a godsend for the Dubs because they are a little bit. I mean, Durant was a good, good defensive player. I think D'Angelo's going to be a really good defensive player. He's always got his hands in passing lanes. He sees the court as good as anybody. That's exactly who wants a great pickup for Golden State. It's going to work. He's, he shot a lot last year, but it's kind of out of necessity. He does not have to do that on Golden State. As long as he buys in to the Golden State way, he's going to be fine. It's, it's a great pickup for them. I am looking forward to watching. Um, Golden State with D'Angelo Russell if I can make it until, you know, 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday when they're playing, I don't know, Toronto or Portland or something. So, yeah, man, I just it's real exciting for the Nets. I still, until I see them all in a press conference, I'm not sure. I feel, always feel like the Nets are kind of just pawns. Like all this time, it was like the Nets were rumored to sign this guy, rumored to sign that guy. And I just figured it's like the other camp putting something out there saying, oh, shit, the Nets are going to get him. And then they're going to throw it. Then just somebody's going to step up and say, all right, well, come to us. And they're going to outsell us. Or it's just going to be Golden State being like, okay, like here, KD, like here's all the, here's what here's what you needed, man. Come back, come back home. Um, it's And as, as a Nets fan, it's quite different because once KD went to Golden State, it was like, all right, they're super team. Now they're like the big bad guys. Before he got there, when it was Steph and Clay, I mean, they won 73 games, man, and they weren't the big bad guys. Once they once they beat the Bulls' record, then I was kind of rooting against them. But once they got Durant, then they were like the evil empire type shit. So, and now you know I'm all in on KD. I have to be all in on KD because uh, um, because he's gonna be wearing you know B Candace jersey now. So. It's quite. It was quite the day, and I, I, I still this feels weird because you know the Nets aren't, you know this uh, this big market. I mean they are in a big market and they're a big market team, but they've always been Mickey Mouse, or at least considered Mickey Mouse by the rest of the league. And uh, you know away they go. And let's see. Ky, Ky, like I said Kyrie doesn't make them. You know they're, they they he steps them up in the moment, but. Um, it real really comes to fruition in, in a year and a half from now when KD suits up for him and see how far he's come from his uh, 
from his injury if he's 100% or whatever. We'll see. We'll get there. So there you go. There's your sports talk. Didn't even talk about Bobby Bonilla Day. Happy Bobby Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Yankees swept in London. Uh, 22 is off tomorrow for some more dental surgery. Oh, my fucking mouth is on fire. And, um, you know, three shows this week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Enjoy your week. Kick some ass. Take some names. And don't take any shit from anybody. We'll be back on Wednesday with uh, the 22. Maybe one-way conversation presented by the 22. We'll see. Have a great fucking day.